Science teaches that facts are superior to superstition. John Carter agrees. In the following program, he presents 10 top reasons why God exists. No superstition, just facts. Welcome back, my friends. Today we're talking about the top 10 reasons why you can believe in God. Why we believe not just in faith, but why we believe in facts. Jesus said you'll know the truth. The truth will make you free. So here we come to top 10 reason number five. The human condition. What am I talking about? The human condition. Text in the Bible, Psalm 51, I think it is, verse 5, and it says these words. Psalm 51 and verse 5. Read it to you. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. There's only one book in the world that perfectly describes the human condition. There's only one book that perfectly describes me and you, whoever you are. I was watching TV last Sunday morning. (laughs) Thank goodness. It was a story of violence, crime, depravity, immorality. uh, And we're standing on the brink of nuclear war. There are symptoms of this thing that's wrong inside us. And those of you who are watching, I think you know what I'm talking about. 2013, 30% of men, 16% of women reported binge drinking during the past month. Why? Heroin use has tripled in the USA, uh, 2007 to 2014. Last year, 10,000. 574 deaths from heroin. In 2014, there were 1 million heroin users in America in this great land of freedom. What's wrong? Opioids killed more than 33,000 Americans in 2015. Last year, 44,000 Americans committed suicide. Why? Including lots of film stars. One million Americans attempt suicide every year in the USA. What's wrong? The Bible describes the human condition and it says that man is alienated from God. Man needs, man needs God. And there's no other book that describes my condition, such as the Bible. That's why politics and politicians fail. That's why I'm amazed to see people who profess to be Christians who are so tied up in politics. Politics do not save. Jesus saves. Politics and politicians fail because they fail to deal with the real problem. All are afflicted. Whether you are a Republican or a Democrat or, like me, an independent. I like to think for myself, you see. I don't like people thinking for me. I don't like churches thinking for me. 
And I don't like political parties thinking for me. In Australia, they have an expression, you're barking up the wrong gum tree. That means you're looking in the wrong place. I have a friend, um, great scientist, I had a friend, two PhDs. And he was uh, a good man, but he became overwhelmed with some things and he gave up his faith. But just before he died, uh, he made this remark to a friend of mine. He said, uh, I need a saviour. I need a saviour. In your heart, whether you're Richard Dawkins or somebody else, you need a saviour. Top ten reason number six. Listen to this. Nobody could have invented him. Nobody could have dreamed him up, the person of Christ. There's no one else like him in history. The most influential person who ever lived. Not to be confused with the religion of those who profess his name. Sometimes the religious people are the worst. Don't laugh. I'm perfectly serious. The Bible claims that Jesus Christ is the creator of the universe. Universes. He became a man, a sinless human being. He was not part of the political process. He was not a part of the religious establishment. He was hated by the politicians and by the priests. He started a spiritual, he was a spiritual revolutionary whose kingdom was not of this world. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Who could have devised the idea of the creator of the universe becoming a man and getting crucified to save the world? Who would have thought that up? Nobody could have thought that up. Nobody could have thought that up. In John chapter 8, 57 and 58, he said these words. He said, I am, I am the I am. He's a carpenter who's going to be murdered by crucifixion. That's the worst of deaths. You don't have heroes put on a cross. But God becomes a man and he's crucified. And then he said in another portion of his teachings, John 14 and verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you want to find the way, then come to me. If you want to find the truth, come to me. If you want to find life, come to me. Uh, he's above politics and above churches. The idea of Christ is so radical, so unique, so extraordinary that it defies human thought. He is the greatest argument for God. Because only God could have thought this idea. Reason number seven of the top ten. The ability of faith in God to change lives. Um, the teachings of Christ, I tell you, my friend, and I, I don't talk as, a, as an armchair theologian. I'm talking about what I've seen. The teachings of Christ are like a mighty river flowing in a vast desert. They bring hope, healing, prosperity, peace, health, life, and longevity. In John chapter 10 and verse 10, 
Jesus said these words. He said, the thief does not come except to steal. That's false religion. Everything else, they're the thieves. And to kill and to destroy. I've come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly. Um, he said, if you believe my teachings, not talking about religion. He said, you'll have life more abundantly. Man-made religion masquerading as Christ's religion has been the curse of humanity. That's why so many atheists have come into being. But they throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's not intellectually sound. The teachings of Christ are the greatest force for good in the world. Let me ask you these questions. Let us be honest. Let us be intellectually honest even though it hurts. What destroyed the barbarism of the Roman Empire? The teachings of Christ. Who abolished slavery in the British Empire? Wilberforce, John Newton, the followers of Christ, not the atheists, sorry. Who established the great orphanages for the rejects of society? Christian missionaries. Who liberated women around the world? Not the atheists. Not the Muslims. Not the Hindus. But the teachings of Christ, the truth shall make you free. Who gave black people equal rights in America? Christians led by a Baptist minister, that's who. There was another Martin Luther who was born 500 years ago during an age of superstition and oppression because of false religion. Don't call it Christianity. It wasn't. Martin Luther started the Reformation. Now this is a politically incorrect question, but I will ask it because it's the truth. We should not be afraid of truth, only superstition. Where do you find the cleanest, the most prosperous, the healthiest, the safest countries in the world? The countries that accepted the teachings of Christ, that walked in the light of the Protestant Reformation, Bible-believing nations, and the latest Economist magazine says they've carried out a scientific survey and they've discovered that those nations or those people that follow the teachings of Christ are the healthiest and the happiest and the most prosperous. That's the Economist magazine. Hardly a Christian magazine. Number eight reason of the top ten. Now this is not palatable. I don't like giving it to you. It is a bitter pill to swallow. But let me say this to the Christians who are watching. One of the greatest problems in the Christian church is closed-mindedness and narrow-mindedness. Traditional Christianity that is not based on truth, but is based on tradition. Why multitudes leave the church. It is true also of false science that leads to atheism. I believe in true science, but not hocus pocus. I do not wish to replace one bad religion with one that is even worse. All right. Look at the alternative to God if you have the courage, if you're an atheist. Don't turn the program off and say, I'm not going to listen to this. I appeal to you to have some courage 
and to be intellectually honest. And I would say this to Richard Dawkins and all of them. Look at the alternative to belief in God. Atheism. Look at those nations that rejected God. I was in Australia, I said this, and the person said, I take offense. I said, well, be my guest. Yeah. Will you face the truth or will you be a, a spiritual coward all your life? Look at those nations that rejected God. Look at Russia. I've been there 49 times. I'm an authority on Russia, communism and atheism. If the Christians had done this, the atheists would not have been silent for one moment. Therefore, why should I? The atheists, militant atheism in Russia, put to death at least 50 million people, tortured them, beat them to death, kicked them to death, starved them to death, froze them to death. They did exactly the same in Ukraine. They did the same in China. What about Cambodia? There's no God. And if there's no God, when will we ever learn and grow up? If there is no God, there is no man. Because the death of God always leads to the death of man. Have you heard of Dostoevsky? Haven't heard of him? Well, go and Google it. You need to hear of him. Dostoevsky, the great Russian writer, one of the greatest writers in the history of the human race. Dostoevsky said, if there is no God, everything is possible. Why can't we be intellectually honest? If there is no God, and if this brain is simply the result of, of mindless forces, if there is no purpose in it all, if the evolutionary process just is a blind thing and if there is no God, think about this. If man is the product of time plus matter plus chance, don't say it doesn't matter. If man is the product of time plus matter plus chance, listen to this. How can you trust the mind? You know what Darwin said? And he was right, sometimes honest. He said, then arises the terrible thought. If my mind has come from the lowest creature, the lowest creature in the swamp, how can I trust its conclusions? Therefore, if this is the result of a mindless force and if there is no God, you cannot even believe in atheism because you are trusting uh, the conclusions of that which is a purposeless thing. So think it through. Be honest. I hear people... It, almost annoys me. I hear people say, well, you know, I, I believe, I, it doesn't matter what you believe. That doesn't make it right or wrong. What we need to have is the truth. We need to have facts. 
if I were to discover from my research that the Bible is hocus pocus, I wouldn't believe it. People say, oh, I would. Well, then you're deluded. I believe in scripture because I have evidence it is the truth. You see? And I want, I want evidence. Now, look at Cambodia, Pol Pot. Millions put to death. Dostoevsky, if there is no God, everything is possible. Have a look at this. See this? Along the Trans-Siberian Railway went millions and millions of people, many Christians. I hope I would have gone. Dissidents. I'd like to be a dissident for Christ, and I am. Millions went there. In Siberia alone, atheism murdered 10 million. What a great argument for atheism. People come and say to me, well, what about the Dark Ages when the Catholic Church put millions to death? Hey, I don't accept that as the teaching of Christ. I don't accept that as the religion of Christ. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. But Jesus Christ never persecuted a single soul. Jesus said, I've come to save lives, not to take lives. I've been to Siberia many times. I've stood in far cemeteries up to my waist in snow. And I've thought of the people and the millions sleeping beneath my feet who were killed because if there is no God, anything is possible. This is a spike from the Trans-Siberian Railway Line. I went outside Erkuts, near Lake Baikal. Ever heard of it? The largest freshwater lake in the world. Contains one-fifth of all the surface freshwater in the world. Ever heard of it? I went, stood on the railway line, and I picked up some spikes. I brought a heap of them back and gave them to my friends. This one I had covered in gold to remind me. Of the silver of their tears and the gold of their blood. Something marvelous happened there. People died at the hands of the atheists. You see, the atheist said, there's no God, and if there's no God, there's no man. Solzhenitsyn was being tortured by an atheist, a woman, torturing him in, in a most terrible way. He cried out in pain, don't you know I have a soul? She said, we don't have any souls left. We don't have any souls. She said, you've got to break eggs. When you're making an omelette, we're making an omelette. Crack, crack, another egg. There's no God, there's no man. You want to know why America is going down? Because America has put God out of the schools. 
got rid of the Ten Commandments and brought in secularism and socialism and atheism. So look at the alternative. Reason number nine of the top ten. It is prophecy. Most folks are not aware of this. This is a book of prophecy. It is unlike any other book in the whole wide world. I have seen tens of thousands of atheists come to God because they were honest. Not everybody's honest. There's a prophecy in the Bible about the city of Tyre. The Bible says that Tyre would be destroyed half a mile out in the sea. I've flown over this in a Boeing 747, taking pictures up there. The island city of Tyre. Nebuchadnezzar came against Tyre. There's a prophecy given about Tyre. It's in Ezekiel chapter 26. And they shall destroy the walls of Tyre. Come on, atheist. Never heard of it? Of course you haven't. But now's your opportunity. They shall destroy the walls of Tyre, break down her towers. I will also scrape her dust from her and make her like the top of a rock. It shall be a place for spreading nets in the midst of the sea. Absurd. For I have spoken, says the Lord God, it shall become plunder for the nations. The city would be destroyed uh, and thrown into the sea. Ridiculous. Well, Nebuchadnezzar came, he destroyed the city, but he didn't throw it into the sea. And then came uh, the soldiers of Alexander the Great. They marched to attack the city, but the people were out here on an island. So Alexander picked up all the ruins of old Tyre and threw them into the waters and built a causeway. I have been there. This is the present, you can see the present coastline, how it was built up by the erosion and the sand going down to Tyre. Went there, saw the causeway, saw the rubble, everything from old Tyre. As I stood there, so help me God, it's the truth. Some fishermen came along and they cast their nets on old Tyre in the midst of the sea. So you say you believe just because of faith. No, I believe not because of faith, but because of evidence. You see? I believe in facts. So did Jesus. You will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. I believe in the facts. I've seen thousands of atheists accept God because of prophecy. But they had open hearts. And you've got to have an open heart too, my friend. Don't say, I'm just, don't become bigoted like a bigoted religionist. Because atheism is a religion also. Number 10 reason. It's very simple. If you accept God, you've got everything to gain and nothing to lose. If God exists and I believe it, I've everything to gain and nothing to lose. If I am wrong, I have lost nothing. You see? 
If I do not believe in God, I have nothing to gain but everything to lose. If I am wrong, I have lost everything. You see? If I believe in God, I gain everything and lose nothing that is worthwhile. If I do not believe in God, I gain nothing and lose everything. Now back to the university. The professor said to John, we are bringing the best atheistic professor who is going to debate with you. The auditorium was filled and the professor was late. So they called and called. And then John's professor came to John and he said, uh, she will not be coming to debate today. She has just taken her own life. But why not? If there is no God, there is no man, you see. This happened to my friend, um, Dr. John Hammond, comes from Australia. John went on, uh, no one to debate with, so therefore he gave his defense of God and moved the hearts of the whole place. John went on and got his doctorate and became uh, a great Christian educator. He became uh, what he was, not because of blind faith, but because honestly he believed in the facts. And therefore, my message to you today my beloved atheist friend whom God loves, and to you, my religious friend, here it is, believe in the God who believes in you. Amen. The Antichrist is in the temple of God. Read you the actual words of the great Roman Catholic Church. More than a billion people pray to the dead. But the Bible talks very plainly about good angels and bad angels. Why on earth were you and I born? This DVD series from John Carter will be yours with a gift of $50 US or $70 Australian. Write to us at the address on the screen. Shipping is free in the US and Australia. Visit carterreport.org, your home for inspirational teaching. One point three billion people live in India. Two hundred million of these are Dalits. Dalits, formerly called untouchables, are the lowest members of the caste system. One hundred percent of your gift will go to fund projects for Dalit girls as an alternative to slavery and prostitution. Your gift of $600 will educate, clothe, and feed one Dalit girl between 5 and 15 years of age 
for one year. Go to carterreport.org or to the address on the screen to send your gift of $600 and change the life of one Indian Dalit girl for one full year. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.